Hello, and welcome to the Beyond 94 Feet podcast. I am Dr. Kim Rogers, and I want to welcome you back. I am super excited about this episode. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what the title of it is up front. Then we're going to get into it. So it's leave on your own terms, win the game and not the matchup. Again, we're still in this good season of sports in general. Need to be if you're a hockey fan, you're a basketball fan, you name it. It's a good time. The PGA Tour, when you're looking at anything, uh, the Masters that just took place. My goodness, just so many storylines in sports that are still developing. Um, but I would tell you that there's something that I really want to connect um, with my conversation today that I had the opportunity to see over the weekend. So we talked about those storylines and everything else. Um, there, There's something that I saw that was really, for me, it was like another master class in life. And that's the way I see sports in some cases, as a master class in life. I'm studying the game. I watch the game. And by the way, I attend any and all type of sporting events. It could be hockey. I'm there. It could be rugby. I'm there. It could be flag football. I'm there. Pickleball. I'm there. And yes, pickleball is another hot sport, right? So I would be remiss if I didn't take a moment to talk about what really shaped a good narrative for me um, for not only the title of this episode, and really bringing it back front and center about how sports, if you just watch it from a different angle, it's a masterclass in life. And I want to talk about Mr. 305, Udonis Haslow, number 40 from the Miami Heat. You know, he played his final regular um, season game on the 9th of April after a 20-year NBA career with one team, one team only, the Miami Heat. Talk about sustainability, right? Talk about really being committed to a process and being committed to something. And so if you had a chance to watch it, especially that tribute video, it had a theme that resonated um, through and through with every comment that someone said about Udonis, and that was mentorship. Just about everyone talked about how he did not hesitate. He did not waver. He wanted to take his rightful place in the locker room to become a mentor. Think about that. The sustainability, being with an organization for 20 years, and getting to a point to where you say, I want to leave this place better than what I found it. Let me become a mentor. That's a masterclass within itself. So there are so many storylines, or shall I say, again, masterclasses from the amazing send-off that Heat gave to Udonis and his family. It really placed the term Heat culture. It really placed it front and center. If you are in the basketball community, you hear about Heat culture. But what I saw was not only Heat culture, I saw where culture beats strategy. And so we made a great uh, post on our Instagram page as well about Udonis and what we saw from our vantage point, um, looking at the send-off that the Miami Heat gave him as well, too. But there was a critical piece to that, the importance of leaving on your own terms to establish a narrative for your next benchmark of excellence. And Udonis did just that. He left on his own terms so he could transition to his future endeavors with grace. But what happens when it's not on your own terms? And this is my segue. You know, I had the pleasure of talking to a group of entrepreneurs recently, and they were in this exact position. 
They had to accept a transition that was not on their own terms. And this group of entrepreneurs, they were essentially thrust into various new positions in someone else's organization that they did not plan for or want to accept. And they still struggle with that decision-making process today. You know, essentially, those positions that they embarked on, they were out of necessity, right? Although they're working, although that they are successful, they still have that desire to embark out on their own, right? But the problem that many of them face is that they're working for someone that is less qualified and to make matters worse, they are working for someone that has one agenda, and that is themselves. So they're ruthless in their method of execution. So these entrepreneurs had an idea coming out of the pandemic. You know, they had a new outlook. They had plans to tackle new businesses and a whole host of exciting endeavors. But yet they were faced with this new normal under unusual circumstances. So again, I'm going to share with you some of the cliff notes today and, and really bridge how this group that I work with and what I saw with Udonis has somehow he transitioned on his own terms. Um, how those two, again, where's that segue? Where is that connectivity? It's there. And you may not be an entrepreneur, but there's something in this message for you as well. So I'm not immune to this subject matter about transitioning on your own terms. That is something that I firmly believe in. In fact, that's the exact way in how I transitioned from my last career. When you've reached a level of sustained excellence, that's exactly how you want to transition on your own terms. You want to set your next benchmark for excellence. But unfortunately, it doesn't always happen that way for people. You know, many of you are probably saying, it's easy to always do things on my own terms. Trust me. It's harder than what you think, right? You know, this is about winning the game, not about winning the matchup, right? So when you're looking at this path of least resistance and should I go left or should I go right, sometimes you just don't know because life has thrown you a curveball. And so with this group, they all had a common denominator, right? They had new baggage. They had setbacks because, again, they had a goal in mind. They knew exactly how they wanted to come out of this pandemic, but life threw them a curveball that put them in a position where they had to go and work for someone else. And many of them, they're working for someone that is unqualified, less qualified, unkind. But however, they're empowered to make decisions that affect that person from day to day. And then they all had this lack of confidence because they veered off course. To be abundantly clear, this group, they, they hadn't really allowed that to really sink inside of their soul, right? So when we started, they wanted to talk about everything under the sun. They wanted to talk about the last movie they saw, the plans for the weekend. And I allowed that to happen organically because it needed to happen. Um, because I wanted someone to finally look around and observe, and someone did. And they said, you're quiet. And I said, that's on purpose. And that's what you're here for. You're here to be purposeful about how you're going to move out on your next stage in life, right? I, I informed them, you know, I'm here. You've paid. So it's up to you to opt into this process and to get what you've paid for, right? So again, you know, this group, they were a product of, in most cases, 
They've bounced around from one Facebook community to the next. They had paid for mastermind sessions with workbooks that led them into dark tunnels with no viable results, right? No one had even scratched the surface on the real issue of how to leave on your own terms. But yet, they've paid into many processes, uh, received many workbooks and fill in the blanks and come to my weekly mastermind session. But did you give them something tangible, right? And that's what I was there to do, was to honor their time and to give them something tangible. So when you are placed in a process to where you have a clearly defined goal and you're prepared to move out, trust me, no one says, pick me. I want to be that person that has to stop everything that I'm doing to meet this monumental pivot, this change, this shift in life, right? In fact, many say, why me? And unfortunately, they become comfortable with that being their own norm, that rhetoric about why me. But they fail to take an opportunity to understand that there is purpose on the inside of them that is too great to suppress as a result of being comfortable with their current position in life and just saying, why me, right? So let me do the honor to share with you today what I share with this group. Because I believe this is going to free someone that is in the same position. So in 2020, when the world was quiet, this was perhaps the only time that many of us experienced a forcing function that required us to sit with ourselves, undistracted, and to discover who we are, our why, and to really come to terms with all the distractions that we had in our lives. If you're like me, I had many distractions some that I knew nothing of, right? But I had that quiet time. There was a forcing function that forced me to really sit and think about what would my next phase in life look like. So again, you have to really take that time to pull back the layers, right? So for many people up until that point, everything in life was just transactional. You know, you would get up, go to work, come back home, but you didn't have that opportunity to have that strategic pause, right? So when you take inventory, you start to realize you have a choice. And it's really about your mindset and the will to win. Do you still have it? You know, do you really have what it takes to move on to the next phase in life? That forcing function, that time that we all embarked upon in 2020, it gave us that opportunity to really change our mindset, to develop that will to win, and to really map out a plan as to how we wanted to move forward. And this group, I commend them. They did just that, but they were not prepared for the pivot, for the shift, for the unknown variables that were going to take place. So we talked about what takes place when you become transactional. By that, when you accept a change, you know, you have to get clear on that vision in front of you. You have to say, is this long-term or is it short-term? And guess what? You have to hold yourself accountable. If not, you become transactional the way many of us were before 2020, right? So in other words, you're navigating from position to position, typically a position of comfort, and you haven't committed to anything that will prompt you to, asp uh, to aspire to something greater. Let's say it is short-term. You have to really set a clearly defined goal with a timestamp, right? 
when you leave it loose, then that shows your lack of accountability to yourself, right? And someday, it still isn't a day of the week. As popular as some people may think it is, you can't just say someday is a defined marker in which you're going to meet a goal in life. So the information I'm sharing with you It's not just, again, applicable to that group of entrepreneurs, rather applicable to anyone that is navigating through change. It's not hard to become transactional, really. It it does not take much to become very transactional in the things that we do in life, right? It's really about how you see yourself. Are you holding yourself back because you lack accountability? Are you becoming transactional because you are in a comfort zone? Really, it can become a way of life. So we talked about that. We talked about what it means to become transactional. We talked about why you should hold yourself accountable, need to be a short-term or a long-term goal. We talked about showing up. It is critically important to continue to show up, but to show up with a purpose. And again, many of them are working in environments where they're more qualified than the person that they're working for. The person has a hidden agenda, They feel as if they were stuck and they didn't understand that they still have a choice in this process, right? And that was the most difficult part for them is to have belief in the fact that it is critically important for you to continue to show up, right? Invariably, they knew that everything that they were engaged in, it it was literally eating away at their dreams and their goals to become the best version of themselves. Overwhelmingly, They were showing up and working again with someone that had one agenda only. And really, it was to ride their coattail because they lacked creativity. However, they were in charge. I know this is familiar territory to many. So what do you do? Do you see that as an opportunity? Do you see it as an obstacle? Do you see it as a challenge? How do you navigate through that? See, the one thing about being an entrepreneur is that, or anyone Um, that has the opportunity to really uh, take a process and take it apart and and really see where there's opportunities, you have a vision. You can see gaps and find gaps in business processes, right? And that's a gift. And in some cases, as an entrepreneur, that can be a detriment having that gift as well, right? If you're not using your gift appropriately. So if this is you, You have to absolutely continue to show up for yourself first and foremost, but be mindful of what you're giving away for free. There is nothing wrong with meeting an obligation and diversifying your talents outside of your occupation. In other words, monetize your talent to the point where you are in the driver's seat to continue your current working environment. You want to sustain that, right? Because maybe you're not ready to step back out there, but there is nothing wrong with taking your gifts and your talents and monetizing those external to that work environment. So you have to continue to show up, right? You have to continue to show up for yourself, but you have to be cognizant on what you're giving away for free because that's the spirit of an entrepreneur. You want to fix everything, right? And you have the capacity and the capability to do such. You can do it in such a way to where it's a seamless transition. Um, it's effortless because that's what you do. But you have to know when your talents and your gifts are being misused or misplaced. And that's an opportunity to just leave it. Leave everything where it's at and figure out how do you continue to show up, but maybe in a different facet, maybe in a different form, right? 
So you have to constantly reinvent yourself. Again, you are not stuck. You are just in a position where you lack a degree of alignment. And the best thing you can do is to reinvent yourself. And please do so without announcing it to the world. That's the one mistake that they all made, right? Because they think that everyone was going to celebrate their success. And that's not so, right? But not only that, when you take that stance of saying, I'm going to do it for myself and not announce it to the world, it takes the pressure off of you and it keeps your critics at bay. So in other words, it becomes an individual form of accountability. So if it's you, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you owe it to yourself to find ways to constantly reinvent yourself, to be in the room with people that can move you closer to your goals, to take advantage of opportunities when others are content with meaningless tasks. And many, they do that in an effort to fit into a space that they're not designed to be in anyways. So I share with you, I plan six to nine months out everything that I'm going to do. Sometimes it's really 12 months out, right? So I have a list of conferences, trainings, mastermind sessions, dollar 10. And I have a targeted approach of how I'll maintain my level of personal and professional self-development. Again, that's investing in myself, regardless of what's going on around me. And it's typically done silently. No need to make an announcement. It lends to that concept of work hard in silence and let your success be the noise. You want to reverse engineer. So the entrepreneurs I was working with, they lost that desire to reverse engineer because they felt stuck. They lost that key critical component that most entrepreneurs love to do. They love to reverse engineer something. They love to take a goal, no matter how big it is, and they put it out in the universe and say, I'm going to do this on August the 26th, 2023, and then they work backwards from it. They lost that key piece about reverse engineering. Again, you're not stuck. You're only limited by the limitations that you place on yourself. You want to walk in your purpose, and that's a critical element because it's not about winning the matchup. It's about winning the game. So in many instances, the matchup is not what you prepare for. You are totally out of your element. When you have been hit with something that stops you from transitioning on your own terms, you have to stop. You have to take a pause. You have to reevaluate and you have to get it in your mind. It's not about winning the matchup. It's about playing the long game. It's about how do I sustain? How do I win the game? Because, again, you can only handle what you have the direct influence over. And that's walking in your purpose and building up the resiliency for the whole game. Again, not building up the resiliency for the matchup, but for the entire game. Can you go to distance? Can you go beyond 94 feet? So, again, this group that I work with, they came out of the session empowered. Above all, they had an action plan. Not another workbook asking them to fill in the blanks. People want practical application, not a watered-down solution. Above all, they want transparency. They want to know that they are seen, they're heard, and they gravitate to those that want to share the unmitigated truth with them, right? And that's critical if you're going to leave on your terms and transition to your next level of greatness with confidence. You want to be around people that will give you the unmitigated truth. 
So I want to encourage you to continue walking in your purpose. It's critically important. And I want to encourage you to continue operating in your gift, even if it makes others uncomfortable. You have to do so so that you can become unbreakable. And I want to thank you for tolerating my voice today. I'm on the back end of not having a voice for three to four days, but it was important for me to record this episode for you to get this message out to you today. Because if it's for one person in the universe, then the work has been done. So I want to encourage you to connect with us on Instagram at Beyond94Feet or on our website, which is Beyond94FT.com. And I'll see you on the other side.